This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Well, thank you for coming back and tuning back in to Real Presence Radio. Uh, we have Rainy Wilson in studio. This is Brett Eckert, your co-host. With uh, Our other co-host is... Karen Gibis. All right. And we're going to be talking to Rainy Wilson today from Terrasancta Retreat Center mm-hmm. uh, about Souls for Souls, a true drive that will impact the world. Well, Rena, Rainy, thanks for being here with us. You are coming. You're, came all the way across town. I mean, it was <laughs> such a drive. Yes. At least it's not snowing. Correct. And it was after the rush hour. That's true. I didn't even think about that. I guess it wasn't as difficult as it could have been. Yes. Well, can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, especially your position at Terra Sancta? Sure. So I'm the director of Terra Sancta Retreat Center, um, which just means I oversee all the moving parts and pieces. (laughs) Um, And, you know, once the pandemic had... Uh, impacted us. I mean, we went uh, last year from March through May with no events. Hmm. Um, We were able to start a catering to go um, business, which has um, kept things moving along and we're able to connect with people that we probably hadn't and wouldn't have connected with otherwise. Um, The retreat center is in um, neighbors. We are neighbors with a retirement community, the St. Martin Village with the Good Samaritan Society. And our um, our connection with our neighbors now is that many of them use our catering to go services. Mm. So it's it's been a blessing to be able to get to know our neighbors a little better than we had before. Um, and now that we do have events again, they're just smaller um, mm-hmm. so that people can stay uh, safer. And so with that, we we are looking for opportunities to still connect with people. Um, and one of the things that we had done in March also is that we started taking our prayer opportunities online. So we've been doing online prayer through our Facebook and Instagram um, social media accounts almost daily. You know, we do the yeah. rosary um, four times a week. We do divine mercy. We do other prayers. And then we also um, have developed some partnerships with St. Elizabeth Seton that we hadn't done before where we've done some um, prayer events live with St. Elizabeth Seton. And and they're also your neighbors. You guys are... We share the facility at um, Terra Sancta, yes. So it makes sense to partner with them. Absolutely. Some things. Yes, it does. (laughs) Well, what is this this shoe drive? Can you explain the souls for souls? So there's... there's, This is one of those things when you... um, it was something I was reading. I'm, I've been reading um, Pope Francis's new book, Let Us Dream. And one of his quotes in it is that when things just kind of come together, you know that um, the Lord is part of it because it's just, it just is, it it's peaceful and it just, it just happens. Yeah. So we had um, partnered with St. Elizabeth Seton in November and did a day of prayer in which we, um, the students from St. Elizabeth Seton led the prayers for a rosary. We did adoration throughout the day. And the students brought forward candles. So we brought forward a candle for each, for every thousand people in the U.S. who had passed from COVID-19. So at that time, it was well over 250 candles that we had brought forward. And it's hard to believe that we're double that now for those who have passed. So anyway, it was a beautiful day of prayer. 
And I had reached out to Principal Lisi from um, Seton and said, you know, are you interested in potentially doing another um, prayer event like that where we can work together and, and do something live on our Facebook account? And we decided on Ash Wednesday, and I was like, okay, so what do we do? Um, <laughs> and uh, we decided to do the scriptural stations of the cross. And as I was um, reading through the, the prayer that we, that we used, um, there's a portion of it that just says, um, like the response from the students is, um, Lord Jesus, let me walk with you. Um, if, <clears throat> excuse me. So then... It was also, we wanted to do something to honor and recognize those who had passed from COVID again. And it was like, well, we, what could we do? What, what, you know, the, the candle thing um, was beautiful, um, but we, we don't have enough candles to do <laughs> that again. Candles. Yeah, that's a lot um, of Because so many more people had passed. And then we, um, and we started, it was like, well, taking steps with Jesus. How about shoes? Well, how are we going to do that? And then I remembered back when I, um, I'm a member of Our Lady of the Black Hills Parish in Piedmont, and I don't even know how long ago it was. I was part of a social justice um, group, and we did a shoe drive. And at that point, we had learned about this organization called Souls for Souls. And I was just like, why don't we do a shoe drive? And let's let I, I wasn't sure if they still were in existence and yes they are they're an international organization based out of Tennessee and um it's really um they make it easy so you collect the shoes you box up the shoes and you send them to them but they have a partnership with um a company that as long as your box of shoes is less than 50 um 50 pounds you just print the label and put it on there, and it's free shipping. So our cost is our time, finding boxes, and getting people to donate shoes. Um, and it just fit together. So then the students were able to bring the shoes forward during the scriptural stations of the cross um, and offer them to the Lord as we start our Lenten journey, as well as to recognize those who had passed from COVID. So on that particular day, we were... Um, able to bring forward over 400 pairs of shoes. Wow. Um, yes, and that was our kickoff event. <laughs> so, um, Do you guys have a goal that you want to reach by the end of Lent? Well, it's, it's funny because we, I had reached out to the development office for the diocese and um, Elizabeth with their office. Um, she does the um, emails that go out to mm -hmm. um, those who want an email from the diocese. And she had introduced it and she set our goal at 25,000 pairs of shoes. Not sure we'll get there. Um, <laughs> but that was a good start. For but that's one a good, night. yes, yes. Um, so uh, we have collection points around town. Um, Cathedral offered to be a collection point for the month of March. And then um, the Chancery has a collection box. Our Lady of or um, Our Lady of the Black Hills is a collection point. And then we have um, a, a collection bin at, um, at the west entrance of the retreat center as well. So we'll continue to collect shoes through Easter, and um, then box everything up and send it the week after Easter. Yeah. So when the kids, when you introduce this idea, I'm sure you mm -hmm. guys introduce the idea to the students. What was their reaction to? 
this? Like, did they understand the need for shoes? Did you explain that? I actually didn't talk to the students, so that would be something you would need to talk <laughs> to um, St. Elizabeth Seton staff about. But the students participated. Um, we had collected shoes in advance because we knew, you know, yeah. just the nature of kids. They may not remember to bring the shoes with them that morning. Right. So we had um, several hundred shoes ready um, for the um, three... There's more than 300 students um, that participated. Each class came at, for their own station. So they um, brought the shoes forward. Um, we did the station for them. And then um, they were able to receive ashes that oh, day, too. Nice. So it was really a nice um, opportunity for the students. And with the way um, Seton is doing masses um, for the students this year, it's just one class at a time. So... Um, like the second graders don't have the opportunity to go to mass just since they're not receiving communion yet. Um, so it is a nice opportunity for first and second graders and the kindergartners to be able to be in the chapel um, and, and have a prayer opportunity in the chapel yeah. too. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. So souls for souls. So this is shoe souls for human souls. Correct. <laughs> yes. yes. What, this organization, what do they... What, what do, they do they do? Where do the shoes go? Do they the shoes? Local? Right, um, the shoes literally go all over the world. So they have. Um, what I understand from their website is they have um, warehouses in Tennessee where everything comes, mm -hmm. and then they sort through the shoes, and then they um, they distribute them worldwide. And there's different. You know, they distribute them to other organizations that get to the people who need them. Um, they also internationally send them to um, underdeveloped countries and um, allow people to do what's they call it a micro enterprise system where somebody may open their own shoe store and then this is the inventory for their shoe store. So they're able to grow their own business in their local community. Oh, um, what a concept. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So it's it's um, giving to those in need, helping people start a business, and it also is keeping our shoes out of the landfill, right? Um, which then serves that purpose of helping creation. So, so, so the, the shoes I would donate would be very different from the shoes that Brett would donate. Correct. And his kids' <laughs> shoes would be very different since his oldest is only eight. Very different from mm -hmm. my oldest is nineteen. There's a wide variety of shoe out there. You know, there's a shoe for every foot and, and a shoe for every outfit and a shoe for every correct. day of the week. Would they take every type they of shoe? They take all types of shoes because there are all types of people who are in need. Um, so it's the shoes for the kids trying to get to school. Because um, when you think about someone who, who doesn't have a pair of shoes, um, their feet are exposed yeah. to, uh, you know, cuts, scrapes, bruises, bacteria, everything. And it, it's difficult then to walk to school if you don't have shoes. And obviously, if you're in a position where you don't have shoes, you probably don't have a vehicle to drive there. Um, yeah. So um, there's the shoes for the school kids. There's the shoes for the toddlers, um, parents, adults trying to go to work. Um, if you don't have a pair of shoes, it's difficult to go to work. Um, it's difficult to walk to get whatever you may need. Um, so shoes are just, it's, it's one of those, when you think of basic needs, food, shelter, clothing, shoes. Shoes falls right in there. Right, right. 
Okay. And so, yes, all sizes, all kinds. And then and, and even dress shoes, because when you're, you're looking at someone who may be transitioning from um, being unhoused and maybe not without a job and they're trying to um, get a job, they may need more of a dress shoe in order to move into the position that they're hoping to, to get as, a, as an employment. So, yes. Yeah, what a great idea. Yeah, so the shoes themselves, um, they can be used or preferably um, all brand new. No, it's it's either. Uh, new shoes are great, um, and we've gotten actually quite a few um, new shoes, and, and from the looks of it, some people are in town are hitting some good clearance sales <laughs> around Rapid City, which is awesome. Um, so we have new shoes coming in, and then they, it's termed gently used. Um, so just think of, um, you know, what... If you went to the used... <laughs> what would you buy off right. of the used? Right. Yeah. And, and granted, um, any shoe is better than no shoe. Um, so I think all is appreciated, but obviously, I know I have some, some shoes I, I definitely wouldn't <laughs> I want. Would, I Those know. turn into work shoes. Correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're, the, yeah. they're the shoes you wear in the yard. Yep. Yeah. Um, so yes, uh, all, all kinds and, and gently used is preferred. Um, yes. The, I think that um, the idea of getting the kids involved, it teaches them a lesson at a very young age that there is a, a need out there. I, mean, mm-hmm. we, I know my kids take it for granted that there's just shoes. And when they outgrew the shoes, there was another set of shoes. Correct. And when they got a hole in their shoe, there was another, another set, set of, of shoes. Right. They didn't have to think about it. They didn't have to wonder right. or sacrifice food or sacrifice something mm-hmm. else to buy a pair of shoes to go to school mm-hmm. you know, or buy a pair of shoes to go out to do the chores or right. whatever the situation right. may be. So I think it's a, a good opportunity to, I guess, share the greater need out there mm-hmm. you know, outside of their immediate environment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, what other great way you can tell and tell and tell all you want, but when you can put an action, a physical thing with that story, like the idea of giving a shoe mm-hmm. or going through your bin of shoes. I mean, I, I, I have a lot of shoes. Mm-hmm. I have recently acquired more shoes, mm-hmm. um, but there was a point where my husband had more. I'll just say it. If you're listening, honey, <laughs> it's true, but he worked out of the house and I didn't. Yeah. So there was a legit reason for him to have more shoes, but all of us could go into our closet and find that gently used pair of shoes Definitely. that no longer serves our needs and, sure. and bless them mm-hmm. to someone else. Mm-hmm. Definitely. One of, the, one of the things that was part of our campaign back in the day with our lady of the black hills when i was first introduced to this organization um was this concept that there are many people in the world who um are surviving on like less than two dollars a day yeah and i think about how blessed i am that the minute i wake up in a bed with blankets and sheets in a house i've already spent way more than two dollars for the day so one of the things that I've done just on a personal basis is anytime I buy a new pair of shoes or a new pair of shoes, I go ahead and donate a, a pair of shoes. So I don't end up with the bin that's overflowing. I do have a lot of shoes. Right. <laughs> not, not saying that. But I do try to make sure that I'm... Um, uh, being a good steward. Being a what? good steward of what I have. Yeah. And, and try not to live... I think I do live excessively. I mean... We all do. Yeah. Um, but to, yeah. to do it in a hopefully a somewhat modest way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I, I, I really like the idea of getting the kids involved. 
Yes. When, when we get kids involved, as you kind of said. <laughs> holds us accountable, right? Well, it holds us mm-hmm. accountable first off. But I think those are the opportunities that, uh, like, as parents going through Lent, you always are looking for how can we help out those who yeah. are less fortunate? How can mm-hmm. we really bring our faith mm-hmm. to life? Um, not just even during Lent. Because the, the funny thing is the church is beautiful in regards to it's got Lent and Advent. And both mm-hmm. of these seasons, these are the types of things that we're looking to do. Mm-hmm. And it just... Then it spills over into our regular life. As you said, you grab a pair of shoes, you buy a pair of shoes. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, what can, who, someone mm-hmm. else can benefit from this. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's beautiful to watch uh, kids. So if you have kids and you're like, man, what do we do for mm-hmm. Lent? What's a good program? This would be a beautiful opportunity mm-hmm. to help your kids start seeing like that we are called to be good stewards, that we are called to give of ourselves and our excesses mm-hmm. uh, for our brother. I mean, I can't remember who it is, but the beautiful line in regards to, uh, I have two coats, one for me and one for my brother or for mm-hmm. my, for my yeah. uh, another person. It's mm-hmm. not necessarily my two coats and that's how we're called. And I think this is, it's, it hits, it hits the nail on the head. It's beautiful. Right. I love right. it. Yes. I'm going shoe yes. shopping. That's what I'm going to be doing. <laughs> I'm going shoe shopping after this. Nice. Uh, I think that uh, one of the, lessons that we can or I try to teach my kids and I know I fail numerous times but if they have two choices in the case of two coats one for myself one for my brother mm-hmm. two pairs of shoes one for me one to share mm-hmm. I always try to instill in my children the idea that you don't just give well the second grade you know you give what is going to bless that individual yeah, this pair of shoes still fits you. Yeah, this pair of shoes still fits you. This one's a little better. You can sacrifice that little better shoe mm-hmm. for the person who has no shoe because you're fine in this little bit worn out shoe that maybe doesn't light up on the one shoe anymore, but it still serves the purpose. It right? still has a character on it. You're exactly. good. Come on. You're it's, still got, c- it's got Elsa or Anna. You're okay. <laughs> you're still cool, you know? Right. I mean, you're not wearing moon boots like we were <laughs> growing up. So I never had moon boots. You never had moon no. boots? I have to tell you, no. moon, a pair of moon boots saved my life one time. It's a true story. I stepped on a nail. Oh. The majority of the nail went into the moon boot, and very little of it went into my foot. It was a beautiful day for my foot. What a blessing. Yes. Who knew moon boots would be blessings? Yes. Well, if there's other people out there in our listening area who are mm-hmm. inspired by this idea of souls for souls, where can they go to get more information of maybe starting a shoe drive in their area? Sure. So it's it's literally Souls for Souls. It's S-O-L-E-S, the number four souls, um, like you said, your spiritual soul. Home, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, dot org, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's what's really neat about it is you can actually box up your own shoes, print off one of the labels, and send it to them. Um, or you can do a shoe drive, too. Oh, yes. so, you, so you don't have to do it as no. an organization. It can no. just be your It can just be family. your box of shoes that you want to, to send out. And you said yes. 50 pounds, is that? 50 pounds is the max for them to pay the shipping, shipping? but you're welcome to ship it to At them. At any size. Any size. size, your own dime, yeah. Excellent. Mm-hmm. And you can find all that information on how to do that on their website, S-O-L-E-S, the number four, S-O-U-L-S. Correct. Dot so org? And it, I believe so. Okay. If you go to um, terrasancta.org uh-huh. slash S4S, okay. um, we have the link to their website as well as um, we're providing weekly updates as to how many pairs of shoes we've collected so far. Um, so, yeah. Actually, can you give our listeners here in the local area the drop-off points one more time? Oh, sure. So, um, Cathedral has drop-offs. The Chancery um, has drop-offs. 
Our Lady of the Black Hills in Piedmont and the Retreat Center, the okay. West Entrance at Terra Santa. Excellent. Well, this has been an absolutely enlightening conversation about, I mean, who knew? Souls for souls. It's very intriguing. Yeah. You know, and I like, I think my favorite part of the whole thing was the part where they take the, the shoes and they you, let someone use it as inventory to start their mm-hmm. own shoe business. Mm-hmm. I mean, that store, that that's just, mm-hmm. somebody was really thinking, or that mm-hmm. was a God-inspired moment to mm-hmm. be using, mm-hmm. to use that and that. I'm going to go home. There's enough of us. There's 10 in my family. We're going to go home. We're each going to pick a pair of shoes. We're going to put it in a box, and it'll be right around that 50-pound thing. <laughs> and, and we'll just see. Maybe we can get ourselves a, you yeah. know, a Yeah, definitely. Contribute. Or bring them bring by the peers. retreat center. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 Oh, so that's great. And this goes all the way through Easter, right? Correct. We are collecting through Easter. Mm-hmm. Okay. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Rini, for being here and bringing this movement to our community and in encouraging the, the people to, mm-hmm. I guess, be charitable this Lent, almsgiving, right? Mm-hmm. In a very practical way. Mm-hmm. So, well, thank you. Well, Brett, what a day. Yeah. <laughs> Two hours flies, I guess, huh? Oh, Time flies when you're having fun, I guess. I, I always say, and I'm sure my listeners are very, very tired of hearing me say it, but it's the longest two hours of my day and the shortest two hours of my day when I'm on <laughs> the show. So it's it's always exciting. We we had such a great show. Mm-hmm. We had um, human trafficking, you know, that it's here locally. We had Knights of Columbus, Fish Fry. We talked about Alpha, the mm-hmm. cathedral. We talked to Ernie. Well, you talked to Ernie Garcia <laughs> about Into the Breach and finished it up with Renio Souls for Souls. And all just it really interesting yet real to our local area situations that you know we always get to i think it we always think all these things are going off somewhere else human trafficking is happening somewhere else you know fish fries are everywhere so you know thank you to the knights of columbus for the fish fries everywhere but you know alpha you know reaching out being inviting people being that we always think someone else needs to do that Mm -hmm. but it's you right here right now inviting and be that twelfth person that shows up to Ernie Garcia's into yep. the breach, right? And then, and then, even in line with how we talked with uh, Alpha, is then the next week bring somebody, bring somebody, bring somebody. Um, and I think what was beautiful about the about all of our different guests is they all kind of tie in together in regards to the beautiful season of Lent, yeah. um, and 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 what we're called to do within our Lenten practices and giving us actually some nice concrete ways, um, joining a men's group going ahead and, and supporting the Knights of Columbus and all the good works they do. Uh, maybe uh, helping those who are d- uh, disenfranchised or don't have shoes, and then also helping and looking out for all those uh, of our brothers and sisters who need our help in some way, shape, or form. And I think it's just, it's always nice because sometimes you, you look at Lent and you're like, what am I going to do? I remember I was doing this just the other day. I'm like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Uh, and then all of a sudden it's like, you want to know what? Uh, there, I'm gonna I'm gonna do shoes. <laughs> I'm gonna do shoes now. I already had chosen my Lenten practices. Don't worry that I was already <laughs> the truth into it. comes out. Yeah, exactly. But yep, I just so I'll add one. I'll add, add another one. Lenten practice. And that's so. what Lent is about, right? Lent mm-hmm. is about adding when the Lord inspires. Mm-hmm. So here we are. We added to your Lenten almsgiving just when you thought your poor wife, she's going to be your shoe shopping. Oh, she's fine because she's like, it's funny because she's the minimalist of the household. So she's the one who's like, um, we we have too many pairs of shoes. We have too many toys. Let's go ahead and pull and let's donate yeah. these to, to good causes. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. 
helps keep the clutter down. I'll say that much. Yeah, well, that's good. That's good, especially if you're going shoe shopping, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Well, we're going to send it up to Therese and Fargo. We we recap today's show, but she's going to tell us about tomorrow's show. Awesome. Yeah, thanks, Karen. So on the next Real Presence Live, that's Wednesday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central with hosts Jack and Doreen Kennelly broadcasting from the Fargo studio. Jenna Kennelly will be on to share some ideas for reaching out to the homebound during Lent. And Luke Goodrich from the Beckett Foundation will be on to tell us about current and potential attacks on religious freedom. All that and much more will be coming up on the next Real Presence Live. And that's Wednesday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Back to you. All right. Thanks, Therese. Sounds like an interesting show tomorrow. Very. So, Brett, your first Real Presence Live hosting experience. Yeah. You're not going to go home and have nightmares, are you? No. Excellent. No. You're going to be back again, right? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. How's June, how's June treating you? <laughs> You're giving me a date already. <laughs> You send me the date, I'll put it on my calendar. Well, I'll, I'll just I tell you, Ernie was, you know, you, you told Ernie if he was going to corner you oh, to I do know. something, he's got to do it on air. So here I am cornering you. Yeah, you're cornering me. Our listeners, they have enjoyed you, Brett. You have been a breath of fresh air, and it's it's been a good, it's been a good real presence live. So yeah, it's been enjoyable. Thank you for that. And a big shout out to Angela here at the Mustard Seed in Rapid City for opening her store early, mm-hmm. for being here, for always being willing to let Real Presence Live be from here, that's that's a commitment. Yes. That, you know, talk about getting up early, you know, they normally don't open till 10 and here we are at 7.30 banging on the door. <laughs> let me in. So a big shout out to the Mustard Seed, always a big supporter of Real Presence Radio. Well, what do you think? Been a good day? Been a great day. There's only one better way to end it. Yeah. With prayer. With prayer. Do you want to lead us with Sure. I'm always willing to pray. I thought so. (laughs) (laughs) So in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much for this opportunity to come together and to discuss these different topics and these different things. Uh, We just ask, Lord, that as we go through our Lenten practices in this Lenten season, that we ever grow deeper in our relationship with you and our love for you. As our discussions today unfolded, we thank you for, uh, for hearing of how to actually be there for others, to be there for others and to help them uh, in their walk with Christ, to be there for those uh, who are less fortunate than us. Help us always be aware of all the beautiful things that you have given to us, all the graces that we have received from you. And we just ask, Lord, that by you pouring out your love to us, that we are in turn able to pour out love to all those that we meet. We ask this all through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless. And catch the replay of today's show on Saturday. Thank you, and we'll see you again next time. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence radio network.